Welcome back to At The Buzzer. I'm your host, Dean McCollum, joined alongside my co-host, Tyler Fertel and Andrew Lubliner. And you might be wondering where Campbell is. He'll be here soon, hopefully. And we have a very special guest on the podcast today, one of our very good friends, a baseball expert, since this is a baseball podcast, Max Rice. Give it up for Max. All right. So uh, in this episode, basically what we're going to be doing is going over uh, our division predictions uh, for all the divisions in the MLB. So uh, we're just going to start off right here in the AL, and we're going to start off in the AL East. So Tyler, you got to start it with your predictions. Um, since it's the AL East, I'm actually going to push it to uh, Andrew since he's a Yankees fan. So uh, yeah. All right, that's pretty kind of you, Fro or Tyler. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, he just said I'm a Yankees fan, so it's probably obvious who I'm going to take. But yeah, I'm going to go with the New York Yankees just because. I mean. Right now, I'm pretty sure they're they have the third best odds um, to win the World Series uh, and best odds to come out of the AL. Um, so I think uh, in route to that, um, they're definitely going to win their division. Uh, the uh, there are a couple teams uh, that are most likely uh, going to be playoff teams in their division. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays, who just made the World Series, but they lost two of their best starting pitchers, Blake Snell and Charlie Morton. Um, but the Blue Jays got a lot better. Uh, they got George Springer, who is uh, going to be really good for that team. And they have a lot of young guys, uh, Flagger, Jr., and Boba Shed, who are pretty good. And they're only going to get better. So that team is definitely looking scary. But I think the Yankees will be able to overcome that. Uh, they got a couple nice pitching acquisitions, um, Corey Kluber and Jameson uh, Talion, um, And also uh, Domingo German, who had like 15 wins two years ago. He was suspended for all of last season. Uh, but he's coming back. So... Um, He's definitely going to be good for their pitching. And that's really the one thing um, that they needed uh, last year was pitching. Uh, Cause you already know their hitting is off the charts. I know Dean knows some of their power hitters, Aaron judge, Gianca, Stan, Luke Voigt. Those guys can just hit the ball out of the park any day of the week. And then they just resigned DJ LeMay. He obviously uh, one of the best uh, hitters in all of baseball led the league in batting average last year. So yeah, I think the Yankees are uh, definitely going to, just roll through this division. Um, and I'm definitely going to predict them to be the uh, number one team coming out of AL and winning their division. Um, before I give it to uh, Max, I'm going to agree with you here, uh, Andrew. I think that the Yankees will come out of this division. I think they will or potentially be the one seed in the AL, which shouldn't be a surprise as, like you said, they're favored uh, to come out of the AL and also favored as the third uh, they have the third best odds to win the World Series. So not a surprise that the Yankees will, uh, in my opinion, win this division. But uh, also there are two other teams, like you talked about in this division, that will p- most likely or definitely make the playoffs. And those are the Blue Jays and the Rays. The Rays, like you said, lost Blake Snell to um, the, the San Diego Do- uh, Padres, which is my favorite team. And then, uh, like, even though they did make the World Series last year, and I definitely think that they should make the playoffs again, even though they did lose some good starting pitching, but um, they're a good hitting team. And then also the Toronto Blue Jays, like you said, made some important accusations, uh, pretty good pitching team. And then like they added George Springer and a couple other players. So definitely three teams that I think will come out of this division uh, in the AL, the Yankees, the Rays, and the Blue Jays. Now I will give it to Max. Really quickly before Max goes, I'm sorry. I'd just like to say one more name about the Blue Jays. One of Tyler's uh, most loved former Padres, Kirby Yates, also now in the Blue Jays. Yeah. Who I know Tyler. Tyler was mourning that loss for the Padres. But he um didn't he he I 
he's getting Tommy John, I think. I'm pretty sure he's getting Tommy John. I think I saw like a, a day ago that he's getting Tommy John. But uh, for now, we'll give it to Max. Thank you. You guys said it very well. I think, in my opinion, re-signing Gigi LeMahieu really sealed the deal for the Yankees. I think they got the division in their bag. Like it's gonna be a close. It's gonna be a close run between three teams of Blue Jays, Rays, Yankees. Blue Jays fun off season, but in my opinion, Yankees are just taking it home. And you guys really said Corey Kluber, Jamison Talley, and all those guys really gonna help them go far this year. All right. So now that we've uh, gone over our predictions for the AL East, we're going to move on to the AL Central Division. So, Tyler, how about you start off on this one? Okay, so I will start off with the AL Central here. Uh, This division is made up with the White Sox, the Cleveland Indians, which I think they should be changing their name, as I think I saw earlier in the offseason. And then also the Detroit Tigers, who are probably going to be – if not the worst, one of the worst teams in the MLB this upcoming season, then the Kansas City Royals and the Minnesota Twins. So uh, I'm going to have the Chicago White Sox coming out of this division. I think that a lineup including Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, and uh, Jose Abreu is just a really – it's a good lineup. They have some pretty good pitching in Lucas Giolito, although they are missing, I think, um, one of their best pitchers to start the season for a good amount of time. I still think that they will be able to – able to overcome that and that they will come out of this division. The Cleveland Indians, I'm not so sure about trade away their best player on uh, Francisco Lindor. And they, although they do still have Jose Ramirez, I'm not really sure how they're doing otherwise, but the Minnesota twins, uh, I'm going to let Max talk a little more about them for a little bit. Thank you, Tyler. Um, this is actually my favorite for them. I think they're going to win it all might not be the most favored pick, but they have a really stacked lineup this year. Miguel Sano, Josh Donaldson, Anderson Simmons, a new acquisition this year. Same with Nelson Cruz, I think, could really help their depth in their lineup. Plus, Max Kepler, who had a great season last year, went absolutely crazy. And their pitching, Kent Maeda, Jose Barrios, also another acquisition, Jay, Jay Happ, I think how you say it, Jay Happ. I think they got a good chance to win it all. The White Sox are very good, but... I think the Twins are going to take it home. They look better than ever this year. Uh, Andrew? Wait, wait, before you go, Andrew, I, to make it clear, you're not saying winning the World Series. I think you mean winning no, the division. No, win the division, right? win the division. Yeah, win yeah, the division. Okay. yeah. Just yeah. want to clarify that. Yeah. No yeah, way the I Twins can. are winning the World Series. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, – yeah, I'm not sure about that World Series pick for the Twins. But, yeah, I mean, the Twins the past couple of years, they've been a, actually a really good regular season team both years. They just actually haven't won a playoff game in forever. Um, I think the White Sox is, I think the White Sox just as a whole are, are a more talented team, but it was just announced that Aloy uh, Jimenez is going to miss, I think the first five to six, like he's out for five to six months, which the season's starting uh, really soon. So he'll be out for the first uh, more than half of the season. So that's going to be very tough for them to overcome. So I'm actually going to side with Max on this one. And I'm going to say that the twins, I think it's going to be a really close battle between them and the White Sox. But I just think that with Aloy Jimenez, one of the White Sox best hitters out, um, and frankly, one of their best players, uh, one of the best position players, I think that the Twins, because they're such a good regular season team, they're well managed. I think that um, they'll be able to uh, squeeze out the victory for the division. Um, however, I think the White Sox may be able to make it farther in the playoffs, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, I, I, although they are missing him, I feel like a lineup with Tim Anderson, 
Jose Abreu and Luis Robert, who I'm plan- who is probably planning to have a very good season this year. Uh, I think that's I think that's them three uh, along with some other good batters that they have. I think I think they'll be able to overcome that injury because if they do have him late season, they'll be a dangerous team at the end of the season in the playoffs. But for now, I think that yeah, those three players might have to carry the load a little bit more with that injury. But I definitely think it's possible that they win this division and potentially make it far in the playoffs. I'm talking about the White Sox here. All right. Now we're going to move on to the next division in the AL, the AL West. So, Max, you're the only one who hasn't started talking about a division. So, why don't you go first? Thank you. I'm actually really excited to see how this division plays out. It could be a close run between the A's, um, Astros, and Angels. But in my opinion, I think the Angels are finally going to be able to take it home this year. I feel like Mike Trout's kind of one of his best seasons. He's super motivated, he wants to go make the playoffs. I mean, his team in the past has been really bad. David Fletcher, if he has a good season, they could do well. Same with Anthony Rendon. Also acquired um, Jose Iglesias, which is a very good substitution for Anderson Simmons. My only worry, though, is their pitching is a little shorthanded, but I think if their guys can step up, they can win that division over the Astros, in my opinion. Tyler? Um. Yeah, I mean – there, you never know. They could have a pretty good pitcher in uh, Shohei Otani. He's been playing pretty well in uh, the preseason, but you never know what, when the, uh, what that's going to come down to in the regular season when he plays against some of the best players in the MLB. Uh, but like you said, Anthony Rendon should be back for hopefully a full season for them. Mike Trout is still the best player in the MLB. I don't think that you can really question that. And then, yeah, you, like you said, David Fletcher should have a pretty good season. And then they have some other players too. Um, but in my opinion – I, I think I'm going to go with the Oakland Athletics. They have the two mats. Pretty, pretty good combination there at the first and third baseman. They have a good closer now in Trevor Rosenthal, who came from the Padres, who played well in the playoffs last year. So uh, I feel like that could potentially be good for them down the stretch uh, and to help them close games. Their pitching isn't bad, and uh, I think that they – I can't remember. they Yeah, they won this division last year. Uh, the, the Astros played terribly in the regular season, but – somehow made a run in the postseason, which wasn't surprising as they have Jose Altuve and they did have George Springer and they still have Carlos Correa. But uh, yeah, you always have to look out for the Astros uh, because like I just said, they have Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa, still good pitching. Um, Justin Verlander, Zach Reiki, Lance McCullers. I mean, uh, honestly, just a good team overall. But uh, I feel like they're a little, they're moving down and down every year. I feel my opinion, but you never know with that team. They have a lot of experience. So I definitely think this uh, division will be one of the most interesting in the MLB. But I, I think I'm going to go with the Athletics here. Yeah, I, I'd love to see the Angels win the division and just frankly make the playoffs because Mike Trout's only made the playoffs one time. And he's just been surrounded by such a terrible team his entire career. Well, I think the Angels are going to be a lot better this year. Uh, hopefully, Shohei Otani can play a full season and stay healthy. Same thing with Anthony Rendon last year. He was banged up all year. Um, as Max said, Jose Iglesias, he's been, he's been putting on a show at a uh, shortstop so far in the spring training, but I'm going to go with Tyler Spick here and go with the A's just because I think they're a better well-rounded team. And even with the loss of Liam Hendricks, they got Trevor, Ro- Trevor Rosenthal, as Tyler said, which is a really good pickup for them. And I, I think the Astros will still be competitive, but Justin Verlander is going to miss the first half of the season as he's coming off of uh surgery. Um, it was just a couple weeks ago. I saw the first time he had picked up a baseball since his surgery. Um, so he's definitely going to be out for a little while longer. And then also losing George Springer. Um, 
it's not like he had a career year last year, but he's still a very good player. And last year we saw Jose Altuve wasn't himself. Carlos Correa wasn't himself. Yuli Gurriel wasn't himself. Now, I'm not sure how much that has to do with the, the sign to link scandal, but they didn't play like they were playing with and playing like in past years. So maybe they they're out on a revenge season uh, this year, but just based on their injuries and who they lost, uh, I'm just not sure they're going to be able to compete for the division. So I got the A's winning it this year. Um, Along with Matt Olson and, uh, and Matt Chapman, their two best players, they have a, uh, um, a center fielder. I can't remember his name. He's small. He's feisty. I remember he was really Ramon good. Ramon Laureano. Ramon yeah, Laureano. Laureano. He, I Very remember watching him. I remember watching him uh, when I saw the A's playing last year and he, he was a fun player to watch. He has a lot of energy on the field, which is always uh, cool to see in baseball because it is a pretty slow moving game, but uh, it, it, it can be fun to watch when the players make it interesting, but they did also lose um, Marcus Simeon who went to the blue Jays actually, who was a pretty good piece for them last year. So uh, that could definitely potentially hurt them. But like I said before, they have three good pieces right now. Their pitching's not bad and they, they, they won the division last year. So I see no reason why they couldn't do it again. Yeah, I think Chris Bassett's definitely one of the most underrated pitchers in the MLB. All right. It looks like we've uh, finished up with our American League predictions for all the divisions. So now we're going to head to the National League, uh, where we're going to start in the NL East. Andrew, let's let's see what your predictions are. All right. So in my opinion, in the National League, this is the most intriguing uh, division just in terms of the race, um, I know you got the Dodgers and Padres trying to get trying to win that division. We're going to cover that in a little bit, but this division has, in my opinion, four teams that could potentially win. All of the teams, excluding um, the Miami Marlins, and that's actually crazy to say, just because the Miami Marlins made the playoffs last year. But that team, you know, that team's just not talented enough uh, to win a division in a normal 162 game season, but like teams like the nationals who they're getting back healthy. They're getting Scherzer back. They're getting Strasburg back. Wanto's one of the top five players in the MLB. So they also got Trey Turner. They're a good team. The Phillies Bryce Harper is, I mean, people think he's overrated, but he's still a great player. They got DD Grace back and they bolstered their pitching staff. So they're going to be good. Obviously the Mets, they made a big splash getting Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. Um, they struck out on Trevor Bauer, but they still have a solid team. Uh, definitely one of the best pitching staffs, arguably the best pitcher uh, in the MLB. But I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves just because I think if you just if you look at every aspect of their team, whether it's hitting, pitching, defense, they pretty much have it all. Um, you know, their their lineup is just super scary for opposing pitchers to face between uh, uh, Ronald Acuna and Freddie Freeman and uh, Ozzy Albies. Just that lineup is that lineup is definitely very feared and their pitching staff with Max Freed, Ian Anderson, they just actually stole Charlie Morton uh, from the race. It's going to be a nice uh, starter for them. They also got, um, I forget what I was going to say. Someone's on my mind, but they have really good pitching staff. Um, and I definitely think that uh, the Braves are going to take that division. Um, Yeah. Like you said, uh, this, this division is going to be one of the most interesting in baseball because, like you said, they're definitely 
three or four teams that can win this division. Um, I don't want to be uh, sound like a broken record here, but I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves. I feel like they should have beaten the Dodgers in the playoffs last year. They were up 3-1 and then completely blew it. Uh, Freddie Freeman, last year's MVP, along with Ronald Cunha Jr., Dansby Swanson, Ozzy Albies, um, just a lot of great players on that roster. Their pitching is good with Max Freed and uh, a couple um, a couple other players. Uh, I think they're a very, very good team, and I see no reason why they shouldn't win this division. I mean, they they made the conference finals. I can't remember if that's what it's called in baseball because I, we've covered a lot of other sports too, but uh, they made the NL conference finals last year, uh, almost got to the World Series. NLCS for it. NLCS, Okay. Uh, they made it to the NLCS last year, lost to the Dodgers in a heartbreaker. Um, but, uh, definitely a team to watch this upcoming season. Um, for me, at least, I feel like people have been saying Steve Cohen has been spending a lot of money to make the Mets a good team. And I think he's probably done that. But, uh, also I feel like they're a little overrated. I mean, their pitching is definitely one of the best in the league. It's up there with the Dodgers and the, uh, Padres. But I feel like their hitting is a little overrated. I mean, they have Francisco Lindor, they have Pete Alonso, but other than that, there aren't really that many people that stand out to me on that team that makes me feel that they can compete with teams like the Padres or Dodgers. That doesn't mean that they can't win this division. It is very possible that they win this division just because they are a very talented team, both pitching and with hitting. I just feel like when it comes down into the playoffs – I don't know if they can contend with the Padres or Dodgers. Obviously, this can change. Obviously, I'm not a baseball expert, but uh, this can definitely. I just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced that the Mets are a top five team in the MLB right now. Like a lot of people have been saying they are. So, I'm gonna have to agree with you guys on this one. I think I also have the Braves winning it all. In my opinion, one person you didn't say I'm excited to watch is Christian Pache, if that's how you say his name. He, he had a little spark last year, and I think he's going to have an absolute breakout year next to Mar- Marcelo Zuna and Ronald Acuna. I think just a scary outfield and scary pitching staff. And even though the Mets do have Jacob deGrom, who I think is an Cy Young frontrunner considering what we see he's doing in spring training, I just don't think the Mets know how to close out games. Like we saw it last year, Edwin Diaz is the worst closer to ever touch a baseball. Like he's the definition of a choke. And I just think the Mets are going to lose so many close games that they're just like going to fall to the Braves. And that's just my opinion on that one. Yeah. Uh, Marcel Zuna was the guy that I, that I forgot uh, earlier. Uh, resigning him was definitely very big for them. Yeah. Like, he always stands out on the field with his uh, bright green arm sleeve. You can always tell who he is on the field, even when it's very, very zoomed out from when it's up high and he's in the outfield. Yeah. So yeah, he's a yeah he's a he's a hard hitting uh, player. He he hits a lot of home runs. You always know that, and they have a lot of home run hitters on that team with Ronald Acuna, him, and uh, Freddie Freeman and other players. So this is definitely one of the most exciting teams in baseball. All right, now we're gonna move to our second National League division, the Central Division. So Tyler, you want to start us off with this one? Uh sure. Uh, obviously, the last division we will cover here is. Probably at least me, Max's and my favorite division, the MLB. And if Campbell was here, it would have been his too. But uh, for now, we will cover the NL Central. Uh, this is this is made up by the Brewers, the Cubs, the Reds, the Pirates, and the Cardinals. Um, the Cubs were eh last year. They lost their best pitcher in Yu Darvish. Still have Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, two good players. They have uh, 
what's his name? Nico Horn Horner. Is that, I, I can't, I always forget how to pronounce his name, but uh, they lost Kyle Schwarber, which I definitely think is not very good for them. He went to the nationals if I'm correct. Uh, I think that's correct. But uh, in this division, I'm going to have the St. Louis Cardinals winning this division. I feel like with the addition of Nolan Arenado, this is a dangerous team because although like players like uh, Yadier Molina are old, they almost beat the Padres in the playoffs last year. I mean, the Padres were a scary team to face in the in Major League Baseball last year. They had one of the best records, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, all a bunch of others. I will cover that in the next division as I am a Padre fan, but uh, they, they contended with them. They almost beat them. So uh, I definitely think that this team is going to win this division. I think that is a very possible chance they could also maybe contend in the playoffs. I mean, they've a great team with Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Yadier Molina, um, Colton Wong, um, and I'm forgetting a lot of other players right now, but uh, I'll go off to the pl- people who probably know more about the Cardinals team. I could take this one over. I know a little bit about this team. I really like the Cardinals team this year. I think they're going to be great. Like they have, they got had a fun offseason. Nolan Arenado is absurd. I think his talent is being wasted in uh, Colorado. Now he gets to show off his talents in. You want to say something fertile? Yeah, and I feel like the the Cardinals got a complete steal for him. By the way, like that that was one of the most one sided trades I've seen in a long time in any sport. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that the uh, the Rockies the Rockies paid the Cardinals fifty million dollars just to give them Nolan Arenado for free, which is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, I agree, and I I think the Reds are going to be pretty good this year. Luis Castillo is going to have a Cy Young, like a Cy Young potential year if he plays up to his potential. But they they just aren't good enough to compete with the Cardinals. They Joey Votto is getting old. He's getting worse. Nick Castellanos is still pretty good. Tucker Barnhart, he's average. They have a bunch of average players. And I just don't think that they can compete with a team like the Cardinals who have the pitching and the fielding and the hitting. And I think the Cardinals is easy division win. Andrew? One more thing to add here. Uh, wild card in this division is obviously the Brewers. They have Christian Yelich, Josh Hader. Um, definitely a team to watch in this division just because you never know. They could have a couple players like Lorenzo Kane and others just have a career season. Obviously, Lorenzo Kane isn't the same player he used to be on the Royals when they won the World Series, but Christian Yelich is undoubtedly one of the best players in the MLB. So you never know about that team, too. I think the Brewers are a very interesting team because I think they could honestly win the division or even make the playoffs as a wildcard team, assuming Yelich is playing MVP level. And they got Brandon Woodruff, um, who's a really underrated starter. And uh, as you said, one of the best relievers, Josh Hader. But if they're not playing well, look for them like around the trade, dead, around the trade deadline to be a big seller. Um, like a team that needs a dynamic reliever or a starter or maybe even a blockbuster trade with Yelich because it's been a few years now with this core of the Brewers and they haven't been able to do anything. Um, so we'll see, but I'm going to agree with you guys here. I'm going with the Cardinals to win this division. Their lineup is just so well-rounded with the addition of Nolan Arenado. Uh, they're a great fielding team. Uh, and then in terms of hitting, obviously, uh, Nolan Arenado, but they also got Tommy Edmond, Paul DeJong, Paul Goldschmidt. I know Yadi Arenado is old, but he's still pretty good. Uh, he's still throwing guys out. Um, and they got, still got Matt Carpenter, uh, young outfield uh, in Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader, uh, who are two promising players. Uh, 
So yeah, I definitely think the Cardinals, uh, also along with their ace, Jack Flaherty, who might be a sneaky Cy Young uh, candidate. Um, so yeah, I think I think the Cardinals are definitely a lock to win this division. All right. So now we're just going to move on to the last division in the MLB, the NL West. So many, many of our favorite teams here. You have Max, huge Dodgers fan. And then you have the Padres, the Giants, the Rockies, and the Diamondbacks. Just no certain. There's no recognition to any of those other teams other than the Dodgers. So, Max, why don't you start us off with this one? I'm going to do the Padres like that. I'm super excited to talk about this. Dodgers, my favorite team. have been a favorite team for a while. They won it last year. We know they were crazy. This year, with the addition of Trevor Bauer, I think they just got even better. They didn't lose much. They did lose Jock Peterson, but... Their lineup, 1-9, Will Smith, Max Muncy, Chris Taylor, Justin Turner, Bellinger, Mookie Betts. There's no, like, there's no weak spots. They're pitching 1-5. to five. My man Dustin May has been balling out in spring training. Looks absolutely disgusting. So I think they have six starting pitchers that, like, are legit, considering with David Price coming back, who took off COVID. I think win the division and win the World Series, like, best team in baseball by far. I wouldn't say by far, but best team in baseball – Strong in every suit. Um, Tyler, You, would, I want to see you make an argument. I can make an argument. This is what I'm going to say. Trading for two of the best pitchers in the MLB on back-to-back days. Blake Snell and you, Darvish. I mean, they're, they're starting rotation. Imagine if they had Mike Clevenger, too. I mean, th- this year it's going to be Blake Snell, you, Darvish, uh, uh, Denelson Lamette. Joe Musgrove and Chris Paddock. That is, in my opinion, see, I, I obviously the Dodgers can contend with that. The Dodgers starting rotation is also very good, but it, that seems like the best starting rotation in the MLB. Their, uh, their bullpen is pretty good too, with Drew Pomerantz being their closer. I mean, one of the best closers in the MLB. And to go along with what you said, a good one to nine uh, 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 batting uh, t- uh, lineup. Uh, how about the Padres batting lineup, including Fernando Tatis? Oh, maybe one of the he Trent Grisham was an underrated player last year. Uh um Manny Machado, uh, Will Myers, Eric Cosmer, uh, uh um a lot of other players. Uh, I can't I'm losing my mind right now trying to figure out all the players, but uh <laughs> just the Padres, my favorite team in the MLB. Obviously, we're being a little uh biased here, but this is going to be a two-team show in the NL West, and I definitely think that one of these two teams will win the World Series. So uh, whoever it is, I, I, I'm expecting some great clashes, maybe Blake Snell versus Walker Bueller, a little Hugh Darvish versus Clayton Kershaw or Trevor Bauer. I mean, these two teams are going to clash all year, and honestly, we're expecting them to both have over 100 wins, which would be crazy. So um, I'm going to have the Padres coming out of this division uh, just because I just feel like they're – Pitching, I feel like, is a little bit better. I, I'm not convinced that Canley Jansen is a very good closer because, I mean, he choked so many times last season. But, uh, I mean, I just feel the Padres, the Padres' uh, one through nine batting lineup, I feel like can co- combat with the Dodgers. They're both very good. And uh, and that the uh, their pitching is pretty even, too. So, I feel like the, these are going to be some crazy games, some pretty even games. But I feel like, for me at least, got to have the Padres coming with to- uh, out on top. I'm really hoping that this is the uh, NLCS matchup uh, because assuming both of those teams, uh, I mean, actually, now that I think about it, because they're in the same division, it's probably impossible because assuming one of those teams wins the division and then it's, and then assuming the other one is the best wildcard team, 
that means that oh, one of them is the one no. seed and one of them is the five seed. So we might not really be able to get to see that matchup, but either way, we'll probably see that matchup in the playoffs anyways, which is going to be an absolutely electric series. Hands down, two best uh, starting rotations in the MLB. I give the edge to the Dodgers just because they're more seasoned. Just first off, Clayton Kershaw is a seasoned vet. I mean, they have, the Dodgers have two Cy Youngs on their team, um, which I, I know the, Do- the Padres have two aces, um, and probably an ace in the making in uh, Danielson Lamette. But the Dodgers, they pretty much have three aces, two Cy Young winners. So I'll give the edge there. For the hitting, for me, it's neck and neck. I mean, the Padres, they have a really good combination between righties, lefties, uh, power, contact hitting. And same thing with the Dodgers. The only thing about the Dodgers is they lost some of their depth. I mean, some of their utility guys, Jock Peterson, uh, Kike Hernandez, are now on separate teams. Um, so I think that's definitely going to hurt them a bit. Uh, but they, you know, they still got that insane lineup, uh, led by Mookie Betts and Bellinger and Seager and they re-signed Turner and they still got Monty and all those guys. Kenley Jansen, to your point, uh, Tyler was terrible in the, in the postseason and frankly, all last season last year, but he has actually been really good in the preseason. Um, he's been putting up some great numbers in spring training. That's a good sign for the Dodgers. And as Max said, they've also got guys like you know Dustin May and like Julio Urias who started out the season as relievers last year and who are potentially good starters and also guys that could come out of the bullpen so both teams are definitely loaded um I know Tyler loves Manny Machado I think he's one of the most overrated players in the MLB just because he's paid like a top 10 player and he's prob probably not a top five player at his position but that that might be a hot take to some people wait 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 uh, before we go on name five better third baseman in the uh in, in the MLB than many for their, I want to hear this. I think I think instead of overrated, I think maybe overvalued is the better word. I mean like for their okay, price. Yeah. He did get for, a hefty contract. For but their price I'm taking Anthony Rendon. I'm taking Nolan for for their price, I'm probably taking Anthony Rendon. I'm probably taking Nolan Arenado. I'm probably taking Alex Bregman. I'm probably taking Matt Chapman when he's healthy. So for me Machado's at five. But I still think he's very good, and I still think Tatis is probably one of the uh, best players uh, in that would be. So, yeah, I, I really hope that's a playoff series because it'll definitely be very exciting. Before Max goes, because <laughs> I really know he wants to, but um, two young pitchers to watch. This isn't as much, oh, they m- might not have, like, the biggest impact immediately, but for the Padres, two young pitchers, two high prospects to watch, Mackenzie Gore and Luis Patino, both very, very good prospects, both people that have been uh, – what what are you gonna say? Luis Patino is a uh, part of Blake Snell trade. He's on the Rays now. He was. Yeah, that's who they traded for Blake Snell. I swear we we traded someone else. Uh, let me look this up real quick. Mackenzie Gore but is definitely if, one of the best pitching prospects. Um, but yeah, uh, Luis Patino is now. He's now he's now a Tampa Bay Ray. You are correct. He is now a Tampa Bay Ray. I was not aware of that. I thought it was a different pitcher that was in that trade, but I guess I'm wrong. But for now. Mackenzie Gore is a name to watch. I'm guessing he will start off the year as probably not a, he won't start the year off as a starter. I don't think he can beat out any of those players, but I definitely think he can come out of the bullpen for a bit. Still probably needs a little bit more developing, but I definitely think he can turn into one of the best pitchers in the league. And then other names of players that I was looking for when I was naming the starting, uh, the starting lineup, Tommy Pham, Austin Nola, um, Luis Campesino, who's going to be a player to watch this year. Underrated. Uh, he, he's an underrated player, in my opinion. He's very young, but he's pretty good. And then uh, Jerks and Profar, too. So a uh, lot, lot of experience, but also youth uh, at this um, 
at, at, in the Padres starting lineup. So going to be some crazy games this upcoming season between these two teams. Agree. I would like to add one small point before we move on. I agree with what Tyler said. The Padres are a very deep team, very good team. But one player under the radar, actually two, Blake Trinan. He's really going to help the Dodgers bullpen. Same with Joe Kelly. We saw what he did in the World Series. Very, very talented arm. But he gets overshadowed by the Dodgers lineup. It's Chris Taylor. He finds a way to – he's kind of like a worse version of DJ LeMahieu in a way. He finds a way to get on a lot. He's been hitting really good for average this spring training and in the past year. I feel like he's going to be a big part to where they're going to end up this year in the World Series. Thank you. I don't know if you can compare to DJ LeMahieu, but he definitely has the same play style, and he's definitely very solid. That, that was my point, same play style. Yeah, he did have that uh, clutch hit in the World Series last year. I remember that was crazy. All right, now that we're done with all of our division winners for all the divisions in the MLB, we're going to quickly go over who we think the two teams we think are going to make the World Series. So we're going to start off with Tyler. I'm going to make this quick. I'm not going to do any uh, talking behind uh, behind my pick, even though I always end up doing so. But uh, I'm going to go Padres versus Yankees, two of the best teams in the MLB. Obviously, the Dodgers can probably replace the Padres there. But for me, at least, I'm going Padres over Dodgers in a close one. And then I think that the Yankees right now are the best team in the American League. So that's going to be my World Series. And I'm going to actually have the Padres coming out on top. All right. Um, my predictions are a little different. I got Dodgers, White Sox. I feel White Sox healthy, dangerous team, going to be on a hot run at the end of the year. Dodgers, White Sox, Dodgers, obviously very, very good team. I would love to see that World Series. I could also see Dodgers, Yankees, but Dodgers, White Sox, in my opinion. Andrew, what are your take? Um, I'm going to be a homer here. I'm taking the Yankees all the way uh, over the Dodgers. Um, In my opinion, I think it's like a, a 50-50 toss-up between the Dodgers and the Padres to make it to the World Series. I'm just going with the Dodgers out of the NL just because they have more experience. They've already won a World Series. They've just done it just last year, so they have that experience. And then the Yankees are just tailor-made to win a World Series. Um, The team that made the World Series last year got significantly worse. The only team I see challenging them is the White Sox, yet they have no experience uh, in big playoff series as of yet. So I'm going with the Yankees, take uh, win it all against either the Dodgers or the Padres. Um, Dean, before we move on to shot clock, we need your prediction. You don't know very much about the MLB, but for the entertainment of our listeners and watchers, we need a Dean prediction in the MLB right here. All right, so I'm going to provide a very insightful prediction. So before I go on my World Series, I'm going to do one huge upset in the playoffs, uh, and that's going to be a first-round exit from the San Diego Padres. Now, that'll clear path for the Dodgers to make it uh, all the way to the World Series where they will lose to the New York Yankees. So I have Dodgers, Yankees, Yankees coming out on top. Watch out for the Padres in the first round. I'm calling it right here way before the season has even started. So I'm going to I'm gonna call it Padres lose first round, Dodgers versus Yankees, and Yankees oh, winning it all. Who are they going to lose to? The, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates? Maybe a team that's going to win 14 games all season? Or, I did not uh, say that they were going to lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates. So now we're going to move on to our shot clock segment. Uh, I'm going to propose a question to everyone. They're going to have 24 seconds to answer the question. So the question for today's episode is, who is going to be the MVP of the AL and NL? So we're going to start off with Andrew. Let me get my little timer out real quick. Andrew, you have 24 seconds uh, to give us your take or whatever. So 24 seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. 
Yeah, so my prediction for MVP, first off, in the AL, I got Aaron Judge. If he play, if he stays healthy and plays like 140 games, he's easily going to win it. Um, he he had a new offseason routine, so uh, he worked on not getting injured a lot. So I think he's definitely going to have a great bounce back season. And then I got Juan Soto, top five player in baseball, the Nationals. They're going to be back as a playoff team this year, and he's going to be leading the charge. So I got him winning NL MVP. Those are good picks there. But one thing that I heard there that doesn't really make very much sense to me is how do you work on not getting injured? I'm not going to question it. Instead but, uh, of lifting heavy weights, him and him and Giancarlo Stanton decided to do some yoga and more stretching that's over the offseason. That's incredible work right there. That is, and that's, it should yeah. help them with injury recovery because a lot of Aaron Judge's injuries are just like, they're just freak injuries. They're just like coincidental things, but it's be it's because of some some of the ways I guess he hits. I um, mean, he's the king of oblique injuries, which means he's just swinging he's just swinging too hard. Um, so he's he's definitely focused. He said less on power and more on contact, not striking out as much. So I definitely think if he can play like at least 140 games, then he's definitely going to be MVP. All right, now we're going to move on to our second person to do shot clock. Uh, we're going to go with Tyler. So Tyler, 24 seconds on the clock to tell us who your AL and NL MVPs are. Ready, begin. So on the AL, I'm going to go with Mike Trout of the Angels. Uh, you can't go wrong with the best player in the MLB. He's won it many times before. No reason that he doesn't win it again to me. Uh, and then in the NL, I'm going to go with my man from the Padres, Fernando Tatis. Got a hefty contract this past year. I think he will live up to it. He's one of the most consistent players in the MLB last season when he was healthy. He did have a little bit of a dry spell at the end, but for me, No reason why he shouldn't win it, and I think he will. Just watch out for that first-round exit from the Padres, but we're going to move on to Max, his first time doing the shot clock segment. So, Max, are you ready? I am ready. All right, 24 seconds on the clock. Ready? Begin. Out of the AL, this is a very surprising pick. After Francisco Lindor getting traded, I have Jose Ramirez from Cleveland winning it all. I think he's going to be very good. And from the NL, I really like this player. He played really good last year in the um, playoffs. Ronald Acuna Jr. hitting great. I think this is his year. I think he can do it all. Like He's going to break out. He's very young, very talented. I think he's going to win MVP. All right, and that's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at AT Buzzer Podcast and the platform you're listening on today. Thank you, Max for joining us for the special MLB predictions episode, and we'll see you next week.